Okay, everyone. My name is James Wetu, and uh, this is uh, Monday Post, episode number two. I first want to appreciate uh, all the positive uh, feedback I got uh, uh, from the previous uh, last week's uh, episode. Uh, thanks so much for the comment for those people who shared. Wow, I, I, I do really uh, appreciate uh, all of you. So um, today I want to share with you something and uh, but before I dive in into what I want to share with you, uh, allow me to share something uh, I want you to think and digest on this week. And it's some sentiments uh, shared by a lady by name uh, Kavrin Konge. She is a career coach and she shared this on her LinkedIn profile. And when I read that and uh, kind of uh, struck a string uh, with me, and it is in regard to an experience she had. And I'll quote uh, part of what she wrote. Uh, and she says, have you done or tried something where you felt like you failed? We all have. What thought usually come to mind? You know, I failed. You know, I, I messed up. I'm just not good at this. I'm a failure. I can't get this right. You know, the I, 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 you know. So, she says, next time you have such an experience, instead of saying, I failed, or your fashion of of it ask yourself three questions understand and write down your answers number one what worked number two what didn't work and number three what can i improve on the truth is you did not fail there's no failure only feedback and that was huge she continued to say, your experience has provided you with feedback, so work with it. Use it to get better. Saying I failed drains and beats you down. You still feel deflated. You feel deflated. Leaves you feeling stuck. So asking the three questions builds you up. It helps you feel empowered. It helps you see how you can get better and move forward so that was food for thought something you can think about uh, this week so in today's episode of monday boost i'm talking about why it's hard to achieve your goals yes i share about our personal experiences and why sometimes has been so hard for me as a person to achieve some of the goals that i've set for myself so I'll get a little bit uh, vulnerable here, uh, although I may not be able to go in so much details. There are lessons that I've learned along the way when it comes to you know achieving goals and setting your goals. And it's my belief and I hope that uh, the tips I'm going to share will uh, help you and uh, will help you kickstart your week with some you know, wisdom on what it takes to achieve your goals. But more importantly, uh, my aim is to help you become more energized to take actions on your goals. You know, those things that matter to you most. So welcome and let's dive in and let's start making your week 
account. So another of good to great lot uh, of uh, a big, his name is Jim Collins, he has done a book called uh, Good to Great. And he says, he talks about a big goal, uh, big and hairy audacious goals, B-H-A-G, big, hairy audacious goals, yes. He conjures them to describe a goal that is very strategic and emotional driven. Collins advocates, uh, you know, setting these types of goals because the traditional smart goals, you know, the specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and time-bound kind of goals, they lack emotional connections necessary for, you know, accomplishing big life goals. And it reckons with my friend who once told me that for one to make a leap of faith and take a massive action, you know, toward their goals, you know, all those things that actually really matter to you. First, you have to be dissatisfied with the current situations of things. You have to get bored by the way things are. And so, be willing to take action. It has to affect your emotions. It has, you have to feel it. It has to, you have to feel it deeply within you. And I think that's a concept that uh, uh, for so many times, sometimes it lacks when we are setting the goals. And so my advice is that when you're creating goals, let the goals have an emotion of it, feel it. And so it even wakes you up from the bed. You literally want to achieve this goal because you have an emotional connection with that goal. So the, the solution to this is are making what we call hard goals as Murphy would say and by hard I mean one heartfelt yes heartfelt and this is having an emotional you know attachment to that goal two you need to animate your goal you know you you, you need to see the bigger picture so that you need to be motivated by this bigger picture you know or the kind of uh, movie clip you can play in your in, in your mind you need to feel it you need to see it you know and yeah so number three uh the goal has to you know have to let's say required the goal need to be so urgent and necessary that you have no other choice but to start acting on them immediately so the goal must feel required it, you know it, it's needed and number four, the goal has to be difficult. <laughs> yes, difficult. And by difficult, I mean it has to, you know, you have to drag you yourself out of your comfort zone. It's it's not a goal that is easy to achieve, you know. You know, when you sit, you know, it's, it's not a goal that, you know, you're not on your autopilot. The goal has to be difficult in a way that to move you out of your comfort zone activating your senses and attention I, I i hope you understand what i mean by the goal has to be difficult okay you don't have to aim a goal that you know you want to achieve and i'll give you that tip later but the goal has to move you out of your comfort zone it's a goal that you know you have to dare it's a goal that you're daring you know i like a bling, bling's uh bling brown uh you know the book daring greatly you know and um you know daring you know you have to get out you have to go to the uh, wilderness you know so the good has to be uh, difficult so 
So the solution is actually making this hard goal. We said it has to be heartfelt. You need to admit your goal. The goal has to feel required or needed, the urgent. And finally, uh, uh, difficult. In the sense that you need to move you out of your comfort zone. For example, my goal is to have more freedom, especially when it comes to my time. Reason being that I want to have more time with my family and people who matter most in my life. This is so important to me that all my goals are all geared toward attaining such kind of freedom. Relationships are very important to me. It's a heart issue. I know it's difficult to attain such kind of freedom, but it moves me out of my comfort zone to pursue things that I, you know, that I know will guarantee me this kind of freedom. And so, having said all that, let me share with you 10 tips why it is becoming hard to achieve your goals. I'm sure you find some quite a number of uh, these tips very relatable. And so you let me know which one is very relatable to you. So, why is it hard to achieve your goals? Number one, you make your goals too ambiguous. Got me? You make your goals too ambiguous. The opposite of the word ambiguous is clarity. Instead of having a vague goal of, let's say, keep fit, Make your goals more specific and more clear. Something like, learn a mile around the indoor track each morning. That's more specific. It's not our big goals. You know exactly what you need to do. Number two, you have no way of knowing where you are with your goals. Oh, yes. How do you measure your goals? How will you know, you know, you have achieved your goals? It's hard to recognize where you are at reaching your goal if you have no way of measuring where you are with it. So you need to find a way of measuring your goals. Where am I? If, for example, you are saving 10,000 K and you've saved 5K, you can tell I'm at 50%. And also you need to know how far do I need to save this 10K. So you need to find a way of measuring how far you are in your goals. Number three, you make your goal impossible to reach. If you have no sign of changing a behavior within a week or a month, don't set a goal that you want to accomplish that. Yes, set a goal that you know you're going to act on so that you don't get demotivated starting anything. Number four, you only list your long-term goals. Long-term goals tend to fizzle out because we are stuck on the bigger view rather than what we need to accomplish in here and now to get there. Instead, list out all the short-term goals involved within your long-term goal. And I know that one, so many people can relate to that. You're looking like, I want to buy my own house. I want to have that particular, you know, car. Or I want to have that, uh, you know, I want to do that, uh, uh, maybe, that, that vacation. And you know, it's, it's something good. It's require a lot of cash. But so when you focus on that and you find that it's too hard to achieve that, sometimes you may feel you're immobilized. You're not doing anything about it. But what if you know that something I can do now, today, I can open an account to start saving. And so I start saving the little money I have. So those small, small goals is what you need to focus on. So don't just list the bigger goals you need to list those small small goals those baby steps those small you know activity that you need to accomplish towards your bigger goal and number five 
write your goals you often write your goals as negative statements yes uh, and i think that it's <laughs> i don't know i don't know i found myself uh creating some kind of goals like i don't want to be uh, i want to i don't want to be fat or i don't know if how people say that or i don't want to be broke i don't want to uh be a pauper you know i don't want to sleep outside you know any kind of a goal but i wish we could you know, you know start making our uh, goals statements as positive be a friend who says yes more rather than stop being an idiot to your friends you know be a friend who say more you know, rather than stop being an idiot to your friends you know you get my point don't ne- don't make it negative make it positive and number six you leave your goals in your head yes all your goals are in your head don't keep your goals stuck in your head write them down somewhere and keep them feasible it's a way of making your goals real and holding yourself accountable to achieving them number seven you get stuck on the early sort with your goals you know you want the outcome more than you want to obtain the skill yes you ignore the process you know what guys that is huge sometimes we just focus on what we're gonna achieve at the end of the day but we fail to recognize the process and you know through the process that's how we learn that's where the lessons are the process so be a friend be a friend to the process it builds you up and you become more grounded person number eight you live in an environment that doesn't support your goals. Oh, yes, there's a guy called Gal Killer and uh, Jay in their book. The one thing they say that the environments are made up of people and places. They state that these two factors must line up to support your goals. Yes, the people you surround yourself with and the places that you are, they should be able to support your goals. Yes, so be careful about the environment you're in. If your people, if you're living among people who are mediocre, you always set mediocre goals. But if you surround yourself with high-achieving people, you find yourself, you know, setting goals and moving out there and trying to accomplish them, and you're doing everything that you need to do to accomplish your goals. So be careful about your environment. And number nine, you have no system of accountability. Yes, that's why you're not achieving your goals. No accountability. Accountability eliminates the time and effort you spend on distracting activities and other unproductive behavior. When you make people accountable to the actions, you are effectively teaching them to value their work. When done right, accountability can increase your team members' skills and confidence. Yes, even you yourself, you become more effective, you become more confident. You need somebody who will ask you, did you do what you said you'll do? That puts you on the toe, you know. And when you err, when you make a mistake, there's someone who can share with you feedback. So don't forget about that. Have someone you can be accountable to. Number 10, starting too many projects. Understand that you have a limited amount of time and that you can do everything at the same time. To deal with fear of missing out, because I think that's one of the things that makes so many people to start so many projects at the same time, because you don't want to miss out. The other is that by not finishing the project that you started, you're missing out on all the opportunities that open up when you finish the project you're working on. Fear of missing out. 
but on this one point depends for for example there's someone who for example let me give you a classic example of myself i'm not able to handle let's say more than five different uh, activities because of the nature of my job i'm an eight to five uh, i'm an employed person eight to five so me that limits me so if i do so many activities outside my workplace i'm doomed to fail why because there'll be too many i'll be overwhelmed so i need to find one or two three projects that i can pursue you know effectively you know because i and there's so many for example i have an attendance i have so many ideas man i have i'm i'm, I'm a starter i uh, i have so many things that i want to start but i also have realized that i have to finish some of the things that i started before i even jump to something else you know or make sure that everything that i started is working before i you know jump into something else good so that was number 10. so i don't know which one it's you know keeping you from achieving your goals i know you can meet some of you and i would really look forward to you sharing with me uh your thoughts so i believe i've picked something today and i'm sure all years are apt to make your go week count go out now and show the world your magic i'll leave you with a quote from elizabeth elliott when hours are interrupted his are not his plans are proceeding exactly as scheduled moving as always you know including those minutes or hours or years which seem most useless or wasted or unendurable toward the goal of true maturity so from me, it's a bye-bye. Thank you so much for your love, for your likes and comments. Can you consider sharing this stream with uh, this podcast with your friend? And uh, see you next week, another episode of Monday Boost. My name is James Wetu.